Welcome to the Tripod After Show of NXT TakeOver 31. Gentlemen, NXT never fails. They always deliver. Uh, wow, what a, what a hell of a fucking night for NXT. And um, I guess we can just kick things off um, with the first matchup. Well, I'm confused, Mangria. Who's who's yeah. hosting this? Yeah. What? Who's who's hosting? There's you, but who else is hosting? Oh my God, you're right. This Fucking is your host, Mangria Fueled, along with the Tripod Brothers. It's Julius underscore Caesar and the Great Bretsky ninety nine. You'll come to find soon that I am the Great Bretsky ninety nine, and the other man is Julius Caesar. How did your guys uh, Sunday go, or how'd your weekend go? We recorded uh, yesterday, but you know it's been a <laughs> been a day and a half. So there's got to be some happenings, right? How'd you how'd your day go, Caesar? I got fucked up. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. On, that's what we boy, do. Your boy was on a uh, struggle street at work today. I was chugging water. Yeah, uh, like my mind went bad. I was a good time had by all though. But yeah, I was soft. Noise, Bretsky. Did you chug some milk or were you doing homework? I was doing my bullshit cultural anthropology uh, midterm. Um, other than that, I well, I woke up, I made myself grilled cheese, busted out that midterm, and watched NXT TakeOver. So it was a hell of a Sunday for Bretsky. Never a dull moment in the life of the great Bretsky. Yep. Now, oh. gentlemen, uh, we all watched this at different times. I thought that was funny. Uh, Zanka Zanka made a point on um, the Steel Row After Party, the latest episode, where he said that he just put his phone down and he watched the the pay per view instead of going in the chat and cracking wise. Yeah, this was one of those pay per views where it needed our full attention because my God, it, it it blew all expectations out of the water for for me personally. Oh, I didn't yeah. even want I didn't want to look down and take notes. Believe I would, me, I, I missed. I need you guys to help me fill out uh, Ember Moon uh, showing up. Spoiler alert, because I yeah. missed that. I went and took a piss, and my wife's like, uh, Ember Moon. I was like, what? Pissing all uh, over the walls? What the fuck? Yeah. I almost missed it. Not, we'll get to it. But um, at that point, I ordered myself a Domino's pizza for the night. And I was eating. I was, I was working my way through the whole thing throughout the, throughout the card. And I ended up finishing it after, uh, right at the end of the, the women's match. And I was going to throw it away. And I'm like, oh, nothing else will happen after the other run-in. Nothing else will happen. All of a sudden, I turn yeah. around, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's what, as soon as I – well, we'll get to it. But it, it's funny. I did the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, nothing else will happen. They'll go to like a Battlegrounds commercial. Then I'm like, oh, I'll go throw it away. Fucking Battlegrounds. <laughs> well, we kicked the night off with the North American Championship match. It was Ooh, Damian we- Priest versus Johnny Takeover. Johnny Gargano, uh, Damian Priest sporting the purple pants. I asked my wife what she thought of Johnny Gargano's attire. She said, it's vibrant. It's bright. Mm. I don't like it. With Damian on the apron, Johnny slid through the second rope and and through Damian's legs to yank him off of the apron pump handle style. I thought that was pretty sweet. Uh, Damian with a full Nelson face buster. I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gargano reverses Razor's Edge into a Sunset Flip Bomb pin. Uh, Damien does hit the Razor's Edge eventually to Gargano on the apron, the hardest part of the ring. More Gargano- you know. <laughs> Gargano with a uh, standing slice bread to Damien was pretty cool. Uh, Damien flies off over the top rope from the corner 
uh, the other side of the ring, and Gargano pulls two crew members, the human shield. Then, uh, while distracted, uh, Gargano kicks Damien in the fucking nards. Uh, then he follows it with a super kick to Damien. He kicks out, but Damien eventually nails a draping reckoning pin for the win. Mm-hmm. I gave this match seven pretzels and the salt. Cesar, you watched it uh, pretty much a little bit after I did, so it's a little fresher on your mind. I'll go to you first. What did you think about this match, and what did you rate it? Uh, so I'm not going to uh, – I realize that, yeah, since Mangria is going to break down every match, I'm not going to take notes, so I'm going to look for random shit. <laughs> did anybody else notice – the two other people at the announcer desk. Yes, I was. Yeah, who the fuck was that? I think one exactly. was Sasha Banks. Are it could have been Sasha Banks. Bitch had red hair. Maybe she has. She has the wigs. She has wigs. Well, I know she has wigs, but it, I don't it, think her regular hair. It looked a lot like Sasha. It looked a lot. But, like yeah, Sasha. it looked like it was Sasha. And then the other guy. So I particularly look. I kind of. I kind of wound back. This is why I was skipping commercials at first. There was a point when Wade Barrett was talking, and the other guy was just standing there, just like off into the camera in a daze. I'm like, so you mean to tell me there's two assholes sitting there next to this third asshole, and the asshole in the middle is the only one talking. Like, the other two are <laughs> off camera. So why are you social distancing the other two off camera while this asshole is sitting here by himself, surrounded by two people? And, like, they weren't talking, so they can't be, like, you know, uh, whatever the fuck announced team, Mexican or whatever. So I was just like, what the fuck is going on with these people who have to sit out here with headsets on and they're not doing anything? I thought it was I, a Spanish announcement at first. So I, I like, have not checked wrestling Twitter yet. I'm pretty sure they probably pointed that out as well, but good catch, yeah. Cesar. I have no Ooh. fucking clue who they were. Oh, no, this this match, though, was phenomenal. Yeah. Everything we said it was going to be. Like we said, Priest is, uh, Priest is on his way up. Who? Johnny's been up. I said, Who? oh, no, no, no. We we have a discussion. Uh, we have a discussion about this. Did yeah, you we're, not? We're, pick... we're throwing a challenge flag. Yeah. Did you not pick Kushida to win by DQ? It's how we pick. It's not. We each had different outcomes of the match. It's the vote that, that counts. Uh, these you are specifically said Kushida wins by DQ. If we're gonna do it that way, that that's gonna complicate uh, gambling a lot more. We can just stop gambling if you're gonna be a sore loser about it. Oh! Jesus oh, Christ. It's oh, the vote that counts. God damn. Oh, we can just stop it anyway. I don't give a shit. Man, Rhea just took the salt from his pretzel rating and threw it at you. I'm not I'm not mad. I don't care. I lost. I clearly lost. I'll take a well, punishment. Fucking obey the punishment. No, 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 no. You picked Kushida by DQ. That's not technically what happened. No, it's the vote, Cesar. It's a vote. We do the vote. That's what counts. We can go back and break down every single voting thing we've ever done, and I can dispute all of your guys' fucking victories Uh, as well. Actually, actually you can't, because I say winners outright. I don't put stipulations with them. I'm not going to lie. I thought that Cesar had more to his argument, and that's why I co-signed with him, because I was one away from winning. Um, But, yeah, no, Mangri is right. (laughs) Exactly. If you don't want to do it, Cesar, you can bitch out. It's fine. No, no, I ain't gonna bitch out. I'm just saying I've always it's picked fine. people you, you, outright. You can bitch out. It's fine. We can stop doing that. It's fine. That's fine. We can't stop doing it. I'm still well, saying I pick people out. I know you, you never want to fucking obey the gambling. It's fine. Who never wants to obey the gambling? It's the first time we've ever questioned it. This shouldn't the first be a question. Time. It's the vote It that should matters. be a question. It should be a question. You can't say something When you outright. lose, yeah, when you lose, it could be a question. Okay, but I always fucking go through it without any question. I don't give a shit how they win. 
It's the actual tally vote that matters. You should give a shit how they win. That's all I'm saying. Well, not during gambling. It's who we pick who wins is how we get the point. Actually, if we're talking about gambling, then you should matter how it wins. Because you can't pick the points and the team wins and you still get that win. That's gambling. You're talking to a gambler. (laughs) And you lost. So pay up or bitch out. I did, but you technically didn't win. All right, Cesar. (laughs) All right, You technically did. All right, hold on. Let's change Cesar's diaper here, Bretzky. (laughs) My God, what a sore loser. Jesus Christ. You're the one getting mad and crying. Jesus Christ. All right, forget it then, Cesar. Uh, What's the pretzel rating for fucking Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano? It's uh, seven mad, seven mad mangrias and the and the mustard. That's Alrighty. what it is. Anyway, Bretsky, what do you think about this match? <laughs> Christ! Oh my God! What the fuck? What a bitch! <laughs> You're the one who's bitching mad what about it. Oh my God! It's not. You're the one who's mad about it. Get the fuck out of here! It's the vote that matters. I can say whatever I want. It's the vote that matters. If I picked exactly how they won, that should be two points. How we just said winners. We didn't say how they win. We said winners. Yeah, and he was right. But Kushida won. Exactly. But not by so Quit bitching out. Let's move on. Bretsky. Yeah, but Kushida won either keep way. Bringing, keep bringing it up. Uh, okay, Bretsky. Well, what did you think about this match? Cesar well, needs to change his diaper. Well, See, still bringing it up. Still bringing it up. You sound like an AEW mark. You're still bringing it up. Well, hey, hey. If he sounded like an AEW mark, he was, his voice would be a lot more nasal. All right. Anyway, what do you uh, think, Bratsky? Well, Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. Um, they're gonna find this a lot throughout the card. How all the everything that we expected to be like technical, it was really just a lot a mixture of hard hitting and psychology, as opposed to a tech, technical and every high spot after high spot after high spot. Um, it was a nice mix of pretty stuff and hard stuff to start. The great psychology of of Damian's strength versus Johnny's cunning throughout this match. Uh, Priest at one point caught the roll through kick from Johnny when they both had great facials on that. Uh, and then when, the, when Johnny was on the apron, Priest hit that trouble in paradise to his knee, which is really good looking. Uh, Razor's edge to the apron with a great oh from Wade Barrett on commentary. Uh, Wade Barrett was very good throughout the entire entire night, especially in the main event. Uh, a great back and forth, like you mentioned, the standing slice bread into the forearm to the back of the neck from Johnny. One final beat countered into the choke slam, which was really cool, really cool counter. Uh, the everything you mentioned about the dive and the security. Priest kicks out of the low blow and the super kick, and he's being made to look super strong throughout the entire contest. The great, the great spot of the callback to the Finn match with the steel steps. Uh, a lot of tension. I, I think we all thought that Johnny was going to go on the steps, but he didn't. Uh, very, very good tension spot. And then Priest counters the one final beat DDT into the Reckoning for the win. I also gave it seven pretzels and the mustard. This was a great combination of great action and great psychology and a phenomenal way to start the show. The mustard. So that's like a 7.75, right? Yes. Nice. Yeah. That's a pretty de- – it was a really good way to kick off the show. Of course, John, we knew Johnny was going to show up like he always does every takeover. I, I fucking completely forgot about the notes on the very top of the page I wrote. They're at the Capitol Wrestling Center. Oh, yeah. Um, cool, fucking, yeah. Cool venue. I love the venue. It was like yeah. a Thunderdome spectators hybrid. That's Spectator, pretty fucking yeah. badass. With the chain the intro link was, the and intro the was plexiglass. Cool. That, that's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, that, intro, that intro was yeah. awesome. Yeah. That intro was really good. 
Uh, and like you guys said, uh, Vic, Beth, and Wade Barrett were on commentary, but there was two mystery fuckers who were seat fillers that I guess one of them gave Vic a hand job while the other one was uh, counting his money, I guess. <laughs> but uh, up next, we get Kushida versus the Velveteen Dream, dressed as Doc Brown. All kinds of silver hairspray in his hair and his face. I don't know if that was intentional. but uh, He did that shit last minute because he's a coon. And that's why it looked floppily like that. Extremely <laughs> aggressive. Kushida dominates early. Going after that arm. Uh, Velveteen hits a Bronco Buster? Question mark? Uh, yeah. Very, he's done that before. Very impressed with uh, aggressive Kushida. This... Okay, you guys know I criticize Kushida at every chance that I get. Uh, this True. was incredible. Mark. I loved it. We even get a Kushida spear. Um, uh, he attacks Velveteen's left arm. It was sandwiched between the ring and the stairs. Yeah. Kushida drop kicks the stairs. Velveteen selling his ass off. Uh, with the armbar locked in, Kushida bites Velveteen's fingers. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Uh, Kushida does an arm drag off the top rope, turning it into a hoverboard lock. Uh, Dream tried to get out of it, but Kushida wins with a tap out. Then Kushida continues attacking after the bell rung and Dream calling for mom. <laughs> the camera <laughs> zoomed in on his face. He's like, mom, mom. Uh, I, I enjoyed this match as well. I gave it seven pretzels. Kushida, man, keep doing this uh, aggressive side. Uh, Bretsky, I'll switch to you real quick. What did you think of this? Well, as soon as it started, I thought two things. First off, wow, I love Doc Velveteen. And the second thing was, I cannot wait to hear what Cesar thinks about Doc Velveteen. Uh, um, that was and – and then immediately on the chat, as soon as he got to the match, he goes, holy fuck, that gear. And I was like, yes, this is going to be really good. Um, Kushida attacking during Dream's entrance. Um, the entire buildup, like the promo package, where Kushida is basically acknowledging, like, yeah, I used to do it for my family. I just wanted to win and fight and newbie. It was a lot of fun. We could fight. Now he's like really aggressive. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, vicious from the start. Dream at the beginning countered a handstand springboard into a sleeper, which is really good looking. Um, yeah, then the spot uh, that they kind of repeated the spot where Dream uh, got caught by Kushida by the hand and Kushida just kind of flung him shoulder first into the post twice. Then, like you mentioned, that drop kick, that was like, oof. That was a. That was a big move. Then Dream was, like you said, selling his ass off with the arm. Um, that was absolutely crazy. Again, same thing like last time. You thought that it would be a technical masterpiece. Uh, a lot of some high-flying shit. It was not. It was just brutal, <laughs> vicious assault, which was great. Um, uh, Kushida countered the Purple Rainmaker into an arm bar. Then uh, Dream with a great clothesline to Kushida, uh, which is surprising given the shape of his arm. Then, like you mentioned, the, the finish where he had the arm drag off the top rope into the hoverboard lock. Then Dream with a really cool how they ended it with Dream going uh, trying to counter, gets to the Dream Valley driver, but then immediately taps out because Kushida just does not let go. Um, and then the post-match assault where Dream is calling for Mommy. Uh, I love this new side of Kushida. He's still a face, I think, but it's like a badass baby face, which is great for him because he's a tough motherfucker if you watch any of his shit from Japan. Uh, I gave this one seven pretzels with the salt. This was a phenomenal story of Dream the Showman versus Kushida, the vicious guy out for revenge. It was brutal. It was fun. It did wonders for Kushida. It made him look strong. And going forward, you can easily see him in a title picture. Well, Cesar, were you disappointed that Velveteen didn't complete the outfit with the lab coat? I was very upset that this coon <laughs> didn't have a lab coat backstage. 
Uh, how do you not have a lab coat? <laughs> like, motherfucker, you had silver spray paint in your hair and on your face, but you can't find a lab coat. Even the um, gloves, the fucking dishwashing gloves. Yeah, the fucking yellow gloves with the with the boots and the pants. Uh Don't no about the was it suspenders, the orange suspenders yeah. or some shit? Yeah, I was Marty had the suspenders. Marty used to rock the suspenders. But then Doc probably had something too. But did you guys notice how he called Kushida Marty the whole yeah. match when the dream was in control? Yeah. I, I caught it once. I caught it once. <laughs> he did it twice. And also when the dream actually hit the purple rainmaker, when he stepped out to the ring. He yelled to the uh, camera, call your mama and tell her. He said, dream over. Call your mama and tell her about it. <laughs> uh, he, yelled he, he yelled that to the camera right before he hit the Purple Rainmaker, um, which I thought was a great setup, how Kushida was working the arm. And uh, so after he hit the Purple Rainmaker, he didn't. He couldn't quickly go for the pin. Uh, Bad News Bear called that out. Like, there was a stall time, so it could have been, like, the dream one. But since his arm was in so much pain, he couldn't focus to get over for the win. So it allowed Kushida to get back into the match. Yeah, the the fucking hover, the the arm bar to the purple, you know, to the Death Valley driver to the still holding it. And then made him call his mama at the end. <laughs> so uh, that, was, that was, like, really good. Yeah, really good storytelling. I gave it also seven in the salt. Um I thought this was, yeah, a great, great match. Like we say, Dream can have a great match without a title with anybody. Um, super good match. Yeah, Kushida looks awesome. He got over. Dream can take a loss and take over. Don't matter because he's having great matches. Uh, so, yeah, seven and all. Well, right after this, we get the announcement that NXT Halloween Havoc oh. is going to be Wednesday, October 28th. Uh, that will be a NXT TV show. Wow, I cannot wait for that. Hosted, Halloween, hosted by Shotzi. Halloween Havoc is going to be awesome. Uh, their sets were always my favorite back in the day. I wonder what they're going to do with this set. Like they did with In Your House. They had the uh, token In Your House yeah, set. Yeah. The Halloween Havoc yeah. set. Oh, man. If they bring back that big giant skull and they walk through the yeah. mouth, that's going to be fucking bad. Yeah, that would be, that'd be tough. Watch them be some lame. Nah, see, they can't go lame WWE style. Just have like a pumpkin with a door on it that they walk out of. Yeah, it's got to be the skull. They're fucking desperate, dude. They got to do something to you know show up AEW. I bet you. I'm waiting for the uh, for the typical like the Halloween street fight, whatever they like. Oh god, Cesaro ends up always getting DDP with a pumpkin on his head (laughs) with a pumpkin on his head. Yeah, the bowling ball to the nuts with the pumpkin on his head. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) every year Cesaro. Yeah, it's always good shit. Well, up next, it's the Emperor. Of Luce Libre, the cruiserweight champion Santos Escobar versus whose house? Swerve's house. That's right, Swerve. Uh, Santos, of course, sporting a mariachi coat and a sombrero. Oh, my right. favorite year this of the night. This was definitely coonish as well. I mean, <laughs> if, if there's a word for Mexicans to call cool, like, I guess, wetbackish. Well, well spickish. Spickish. Yeah, well, spickish. <laughs> did, did you just say wetbackish? Yes, I did. I it. I That's a new it. show on ABC premiering this fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was definitely spickish and wet baggish, man. This, I was like, I know this fool does not have this goddamn mask on with the fucking uh, Fred from Scooby-Doo fucking necktie bullshit. <laughs> fucking ascot. <laughs> ascot coming out to the ring. He's and hard, bro. She's and hard. And how, how do you put that mask on with how wet his hair was? That's just got to be disgusting under there. Jesus. It's either just got to be 
baby oil slippery or just wet. It's it definitely was. Good. It was definitely one of those masks that he probably didn't zip it. <laughs> yeah, he probably put it on. It was just on his face, so he could take it off real quick. If yeah, we, exactly. if we have the the listener from Spain, if if you have tres flores over there, you know what I'm talking about. Fucking Santos Escobar just covered in tres flores <laughs> in his hair. As you put that fucking sombrero on, I'm surprised it came off of his head and it didn't stick to it. But uh, the match starts, you know, Swerve, Swerve dominates early, flying all over the goddamn place. Uh, Wade Barrett, I, I, I noticed this uh, specific commentary line he said. He says, he shouldn't try to out Lucha the Lucha. He should stick to what he did to defeat Santos originally. I thought that yeah. was a little interesting there. But yeah, Santos Wade was great all night. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple of weight lines as well, but you know, when it's my turn, I'll I'll read those off. Santos hits a hell of a suicide dive to swerve on the outside yep. against that chain link and plexiglass. Uh, after a Frankensteiner, it looked like Santos dropped a people's elbow. I don't know if you guys noticed that he like kicked his leg yeah. out like the rock does, and it was mm-hmm. it was pretty sweet. Uh, swerve hit a DDT to Santos while Santos was on the middle turnbuckle. That was awesome as well. Of course, as we all knew was going to happen, the Brown Order comes out. Uh, Swerve, Hurricane Radas, uh, Santos off the apron onto the Brown Order. And then Ashante Adonis helps out. Some shit like that. Yeah. I don't remember this dude, but uh, he helped out he Swerve and got the Brown Order out of there. Uh, Swerve kicks out of the Phantom Driver. The, all the commentary was like, holy shit. Uh, Santos <laughs> hits three amigos. Swerve hits house call and a 450, but Santos still kicks out. You know, Bretsky jumped up and said, hell yeah, when that happened. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. I have it in my notes. I thought he lost. (laughs) It it was close. (laughs) It was close, man. Uh, While on the apron, after a sloppy sequence, leads to Swerve hitting his head on the exposed steel holding the turnbuckle. Double underhook front suplex to Santos' knee. Pin for the win. I gave I really enjoyed this matchup. I gave it seven pretzels with the mustard. Cesar, mm. your thoughts on mm. the cruiserweight championship matchup. Uh, this match was still great. Like I said, further the feud. Um outcome was either or for me. Um, but no, it was still a great, great I did really like that exposed turnbuckle thing. Um, but I understand. I guess they're gonna set it up that way that something just always happens. Uh, with Swerve going for it. Yeah, and that Adonis guy was new. I um the notes I took from uh, um, Beth Phoenix said that she had talked to Swerve and he said that he was hovering over that 205 limit trying to keep up the beef for this match so it would be harder for Santos to throw yeah. him around. And uh, Wade mentioned, like, why would I think that's dumb? Why would you do that? Oh, I can't do a Wade Baird voice. Um, that's <laughs> I've got um, some bad news. That's all I can do. Yeah, he was just like, why would you keep the weight on? It's not going to let you be you, you know, let you be Swerve with high flying. And then he also said the line about you don't try to high fly the high flyer. Like you don't out Lucha the Luchador. So he's pretty much going against himself. Yeah. He also um, also said no one in the history is kicked out of the Phantom Driver. And I literally wrote, nigga, it's been four months. Like, why are you talking about no one in history? Like, this guy just got here like in June or something. <laughs> what has he had? Maybe 10 matches? Yeah, he's hit it 10 times. <laughs> Yeah, he's, that was the tenth time he's done it, and somebody's kicked out. No one in history is kicked out of the Phantom Driver. Oh my God, nigga, it's been four months. Calm down. All right, calm down. Uh, so that one actually popped me writing it down. 
Uh, I laughed at that. Uh, but no, this is also a great, great match. I actually gave it seven. Uh, seven uh, pretzels, even. I didn't think it had the pop as the other two, but it was really, really good. Um, but I liked it, though. Seven, seven pretzels. You know, it sounds like we're all in the same ballpark here on all the matches. They average a seven. Bretzky, are you going to continue the trend of seven? Um, yes, I am. Um, and only because of the sloppy little bit of the, as a little bit of sloppiness towards the end. Um, it was, it was bordering on eight pretzels for me. Um, but then, but then the sloppiness at the end kind of, kind of diminished that. I did actually, I, I didn't mind the spot with the, uh, the turnbuckle because they made a point to show early in the match. And I was confused as to why they showed it. Um, Right. And Joe Scott knocked into the turnbuckle and he kind of wiped off that pad. I was like, that's weird. Like, yeah, I thought like, he took the turnbuckle pad off, but it was the other thing. Yeah, it was like the thing on, on yeah. the for the the chain link with part. And yeah, like, that's weird. Why are they showing that? Like, was that a mistake? Was that just kind of a, like an accident? And then mm-hmm. they also like they they weren't close. Obviously, they they don't want him to hit his head on the actual thing because that's going to give him a concussion because the back of his head. Um, uh, but they were they did miss it, um, unfortunately. But you know what? I I did I appreciated the callback. I appreciated the subtlety of that. In terms of this Adonis guy, I actually wrote down, <laughs> I wrote down um, some dude. Yeah, yeah, some dude comes out to even the odds. Uh, I had no idea who this dude was, but I don't mind it because the last time we had no idea who someone was when they came out and helped a match was straight Sonia. And look yeah. where she is now. <laughs> so I don't mind it because uh, they, they always do shit. I guess in NXT where some dude comes out and you're like, oh, okay. And they, they end up being really good. So, you know, it's good. Um, same thing. This was still fast paced and it still had a lot of the luchador and high flying shit that you expect from cruiserweight, but it was more physicality. It was more brutality than you'd expect. It was definitely all, most of these matches took away, they took away from the, the, you know, the technical wizardry or the, or the high flying, you know, acrobatics that you'd expect. And it kind of went more towards that physical, brutal, I want revenge or I want your title way, uh, which I really enjoyed. I enjoyed kind of them kind of taking my expectations and twisting them a little bit. Uh, Swerve looked great throughout most of it. The suicide dive into the chain link was awesome. Um, the sound the chain link makes is awesome as well. Uh, Swerve had a really cool European uppercut off the top rope to Santos sitting on the ground. To who? Um, that was, uh, to Santos Escobar. Um, I actually would have, I would say that I would, I swallowed his child cheese, but his child cheese is actually just cocaine that he stored, uh, for, like the drug mules. So I swallow his child cocaine. Um, <laughs> Narcos. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Santos with a bunch of great near falls. I actually did think that Santos was going to lose after the, uh, the, the house call on the 450. I, I, I was like, Oh fuck. He kicked out of that. So that was, that was really awesome. How they kind of, you know, kept us on our seat. Um, I don't know. You didn't mention it, Mangria. I don't think, I don't know if you guys saw it, but when, uh, Santos was, when Swerf's hurricane Ron and Santos onto Legado del Fantasma, he actually didn't land it. They both yeah, they like, caught him. That's what they yeah. caught him, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I thought that was all because that's even tougher to do. I would imagine than having him land on. Have him just because, fall and land. Yeah, yeah, because even if like just the foot touches you, you can fall down and sell mm-hmm. it. They had to actually catch him by his arms. So that was fucking. That was really good. It was really well executed. And then that dude came out. Um, I noted the same thing that Cesar did when Wade Barrett goes. No one, no one in history has ever kicked out of the thing. I kind of looked. I was like, huh. Uh, I mean, technically, you're not wrong, but no one in history. History's only been four months. 
it's like it's just, I would imagine it's like AW doing that when Archer came in and it's like <laughs> he he fucking hit like one move like no one has ever kicked out in the history yeah. of, of the what yeah it's 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 it, that was that was a funny line but yeah uh I don't know what that move is called has he ever I don't remember has, has Santos Escobar ever won with that double underhook thing. No, no, I've never seen that before either. Apparently, apparently, he's been the Phantom Driver because no one in history has kicked out of it. So he didn't. Yeah, need I, they didn't even know what to call. It. They call it like a double underhook into the like, knee to the face. Something it like it looked that. good. Yeah, it looked yeah. it looked brutal. Um, but I'm interested to see if he uses that going forward. Yeah, I gave it seven with the mustard. Great storytelling. Uh, they're trying to build up this Adonis guy, which is good because they need more cruiserweights uh, to go after the title. I was surprised that this is the first ever time the cruiserweight title has been defended on takeover. Yeah, they brought that up at the beginning mm-hmm. of the match, didn't they? Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Very interesting. Um, but I'm very glad they did. It was a very good showing for them. Uh, and yes, Santos's gear popped me immediately because that shit was fucking funny. Um, you you kind of jogged my memory, guys. Uh, when at that last spot, like we had mentioned how sloppy it was on the apron. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, Swerve fell, I thought his head was supposed to hit the ring post, and I thought they botched it. I had no, I did not even realize he hit the fucking steel, the exposed steel on the turnbuckle yeah. thingy. So I thought it was the ring post as well, and then I saw him next to like the metal part, and I was like, "Wait, isn't that usually covered? Why is that metal?" And then they were like, and then I was like, "Oh wait, is that the thing he took off earlier?" And then that's when somebody said, "Yeah, I swear, hit that metal part of the ring." I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that's how they're ending it. All right, fine." Yeah, so I didn't kind of catch that at first. Yeah, it took kind of the wind out at the end, but I was like, all right, if that's how they want to do it, I get it. Yeah, right. so. yeah I appreciated the the callback to it, and I appreciated the kind of that kind of thing where it's like, oh, Santos always wins because of something that he got lucky. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I that that it was kind of a weird ish way, especially because he didn't hit the Phantom Driver to win it. Yeah, um, but no, I pre- I appreciated it though. And you mentioned that uh, Swerve was uh, trying to stay at two oh five. I, while I was looking at this uh, this match, I was looking at them. I'm like, oh my god, these are cruiserweights. I know the yeah. TV the TV makes them look bigger, but they look fucking jacked. And uh, when I was jacked shit, bro, <laughs> these dudes are probably like two hundred five point five 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 five. No, they're like two fifteen. They just ain't nobody admitting this shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> like Buddy Murphy. Yeah, these motherfuckers. Yeah, these motherfuckers like two thirty and change. They just ain't admitting that shit. Well, up next is the NXT Women's Championship match. It's Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Um, again, got to point out the uh, gear of Candice because she kind of matched Love Johnny that. earlier. Copper, mm-hmm. white, and sky blue. Is, this, mm-hmm. is there something I'm missing here? Is this a football yeah. team? or Bitch, bitch had a lab coat. Bitch had a lab coat. I was, I was <laughs> one, one, one dream coat and borrow this shit, though. Bitch had a whole ass lab coat. Never seen Candice in a coat before. Bitch got a whole lab coat. Typical EO and Candice offense to start. Uh, Candice eventually gets the upper hand for a bit. I noticed they gave up calling it the Tiger Faint kick and calling it, yeah. they just said, fuck it, it's a 619. Yeah. Uh, yeah. EO crossface, Candice counters into the Gargano escape. Uh, Candice elbows the ref on accident. Uh, oh. I thought that was pretty smart. Uh, EO uh, tried to hit over the moonsault. Uh, that's when Candice counters. EO accidentally knocks ref to the out. Now, outside the ring, I was like, oh, boy, here we go. This is the fuck shit certified match of the night. Watch. <laughs> After a stomp from Candice to EO, Johnny comes out in a ref shirt, tries to fast count. 
Anna, Bailey, and Sasha. Uh, EO brings belt into the ring. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait. I I put the comma in the wrong place. Uh, Puts on the ref shirt, tries to fast count EO, comma, brings belt into the ring. Candice nails EO with it. I was like, oh, no, her fucking reign's over, but EO kicks out. And then we get a nasty landing Spanish fly. EO landed on Candice's hip. I was like, ouch. Mm. But then EO lands the over the moonsault pin for the win, retains solid seven pretzels. Bretzky, what did you think of the NXT Women's Championship match? Um, I think that it was still very good because, of course, it was. But I think they kind of they didn't meet my expectations because they had had such a great match at Toronto at Takeover Toronto mm-hmm. that I was saying, oh, this is this could be a match of the night. This is going to be a banger. And as good as it was. It was like just at my expectation, like if that. And I was kind of, I was kind of sad. But fucking Johnny made me laugh. That made me laugh. Uh, that popped me. Candice, uh, the beginning was showing a lot of character work. Um, it was really good. You know, just kind of like telling the ref, like, I know you don't need to count every time. That kind of shit. Um, again, same thing. The pattern throughout the night. It ended at this match of taking away what you'd think that they would normally do, like the high-flying technical stuff and just a lot of viciousness from Candice LeRae. Candice dominated for a lot. It was it was kind of weird to see Candice physically dominating EO, but it worked because she's a heel now and she's a Gargano way. Um, EO countered the slap into a crossface, which is pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and Candice countered the crossface into the Gargano escape, uh, which again was pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool. Then, like Mangria mentioned, Candice knocked out the ref inadvertently with an elbow when she had to do the rope break. Um, and then the fuckery started when Candice put her feet up to block the over the moonsault and fucking launched EO into the ref. Yeah. Um, Candice pins after the wicked stepsister. Johnny runs in as a quote-unquote ref uh, while the commentators deliberate whether or not that's a real ref or not. EO kicked out on the fast count. Uh, Johnny and the real ref were doing basically the pointing Spider-Man meme at one point. Uh <laughs> And that was just, at that point, like, my roommate looked over me because he was doing homework, and I felt bad. I was trying to stay quiet. I was just laughing. It was so fucking funny when Johnny's like, what do you mean? Oh, he's like, give me back my shirt. He's like, this is my shirt. Like, that. Yeah, my shirt. He actually had the ref's extra shirt. Like, not any other ref, but he had the that ref's extra shirt on. With, <laughs> with his shirt on under it. So how tight are those shirts? He's like, give me my shirt. It's my shirt. You know, it's mine. Oh, my God. Um, but the fuck shit did not affect it. It only it only added to the match. EO with the Spanish fly, then immediately into the moonsault. EO retains. But if I didn't have the high expectations going into the match, I would have liked it a lot more, but I still love this match. I also gave it seven pretzels. Wow. Which is, which is weird. That's my lowest rated match of the night is seven pretzels, but I gave it seven pretzels nonetheless. Uh, predictably fun. But I was expecting a little bit more. The fuck shit was funny and actually added to it instead of taking away. Um... Yeah, um, I'm interested to see where they go with their organos from here. Who, obviously, we know who, what's going to happen with EO next um, because some shit happened after the match. So we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with seven. I, I just like to say how EO Shirai is 80 pounds soaking wet, and when she hits the ref, he dramatically flies out of the fucking ring. Fly. Flies out of the ring. <laughs> My man launched himself 38 feet out of the ring. That dude earned his paycheck tonight, Cesar. What did you think of this? Are we continuing the streak of seven? This is where it breaks, gentlemen. This Uh is where it breaks. Oh, no. It's close. It's close. 
but this is where it breaks. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm in the same boat as Bretzky. Like, you know, I'm waiting for like that, that Toronto match. I was expecting that Toronto match. That match is like, it's too good. It's got to be like an eight. It's on a eight different level. Yeah. And I was expecting it here again. And the ending kind of took it out of me again, because if you're really going to sell it right, like literally she got hit with the title, kicked out at two, and then immediately hit a Spanish fly in the moon. So you're kind of not selling that you got hit with the title. Like you could be, you fuck around, look discombobulated, do something. But like, it was like title kick out Spanish fly moonsault win. Like there was no like point break or no, no stopping or no catching your breath in between there. So that kind of pushed your butt. Don't get me wrong. The fuck shit was great. Johnny was great. Him running him rolling around outside of the ring. Uh, when she kicked out, had me in tears. <laughs> uh, him pulling the Christian on the ramp had me in tears. Uh, that fucker, that fucker Johnny. Um, but I will say, I did give it six in the mustard. I was expecting Toronto. I didn't get Toronto. That's not um, bad, though. That's not yeah, it's bad. not bad. I said it was close. It was close seven. It's six, seven, five. Um, but yeah, it, I, I gave it six in the mustard. Um, it was still a great match. Um Eo's still the champion, much deserving. And uh, but yeah, six in the mustard for me. Can I admit that the first quarter of this match I was a little bored? I was on my phone. <laughs> I don't lie. I was on my phone. I was a the little game. bored, I gotta admit. Yeah, like, it, something it something caught up. my attention. Something caught my attention on the screen. I was like, oh shit, hold on now. I was like, oh, we back. We back. <laughs> like the first part the first part dragged on a little bit, and I was like, yeah. I was watching, I was like. Uh, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. No, nah, it'll be good. Don't do it. The next thing I was on my phone. The next thing I was back. So that's why I, I gotta go sit in the bus. I think as soon as I saw Johnny coming out in the ref shirt, I perked up. I was like, oh shit, this is getting seven. No, this this was that was some good parts in the middle that got me back. And I was like, oh shit, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I feel like if they hadn't had their ta- their Toronto match, we would have liked this a lot more. But I don't know, because like like Swerve and Escobar have had like four matches and they've all been at least sevens or seven insults and they're great matches like this well, yeah, but that's also there but that, the thing is too with that and i know what you're saying but that's the same character for both of them you know no, I, mean? I, yeah, I was saying yeah candace was a face and then eo kind of went heel it, that yeah. was when that was when eo was a heat was like a like a full-on heel candace was full-on yeah. baby face baby sister like so it was like a different dynamic yeah. so i don't i don't know time, i mean time will tell but I kind of like that tag match on Wednesday a little bit better than this. You know, I got to admit that my favorite part of the Santos and Swerve rivalry was when he used that loaded Lucha mask. That was my favorite part of this rivalry. That's so creative. And he never said what was inside. Never never seen seen a mess like that. Never seen a mess like that before. But like Cesar says, they give away free money. But hey, mm-hmm. you know what? This takeover was still decent at best. No, this takeover no, was, was good. Was this takeover was great. This was this was not free money. You have to have the network to watch some good shit like this. Well, here's the part where uh, me and Bresky almost missed some good shit. No, don't, uh, don't, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. I, I just got soft again. Oh, don't, don't you dare invoke her name, Ingrid. Can I just say? Can I just say before you before you go on? Woo. I was watching live before all of you, before both of you. This came up on the screen, and I thought, "Oh my god, I, I, I can't, I, I can't text them. I can't text them." <laughs> was this the I'm red like, alert you were talking about? Whoa. Yes. 
Okay, okay. I thought you meant what happened at the very, very Mm-mm. end of the paper. No. When no. this happened, when this happened, I knew this was exactly what Bretzky was talking about. Oh, okay. I, wanted, okay. I wanted to say, I wanted to, oh my god, I just wanted to yell, booty storm, holy fuck, and that, <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> Who doesn't love it when booty storm graces your TV? I was going to say, like, oh, she's our, we got to get the fucking blue chew ready, but like, <laughs> the blue chew. You don't need no blue chew with booty storm in the house, girl. You don't need no blue chew. <laughs> Well, as the gentlemen have said, Booty, Tony Storm shows up on the Tron and she says she is NXT from now on, which has got to be a major blow to fucking NXT UK. Um, yeah, and, and then me and Bretsky, we thought, oh, okay, that's cool. That that's it. Bretsky was on his phone. No, I'm throw away my dominoes. The, the thing is, Bretsky, the thing is, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bretsky was refraining from getting on Instagram and and spoiling <laughs> everything. Mangria was like, oh, it's okay. So I had to go take a piss real quick, and then all of a sudden I hear my wife say, "Ember Moon," and I was like, "What? What?" I was trying to shake it off. I was uh, getting pissed everywhere. I was like, "What? What? What? What?" And I run out here and I see Ember Moon in some weird fucking clothing, and then the screen goes black. Can you two please fill me in on what the fuck happened? She's How a breaker of the bitch. Tony Storm stop talking. What happened? Yeah. So basically, um, you remember the, those, the vignettes where like some lady was like it was like a man and a woman's like computer voice where it's like I have to go back home and the lady's oh. like, and so they showed yeah. that. They showed the person showing up to the arena, walking in. Then they showed Eo's confused face. And then all of a sudden, some biker comes out and like, well, who's this? Takes off the helmet, fucking Ember Moon. Yeah, fucking Ember Moon. Look That's at, fucking with that genius. Mad Max haircut. Yeah, yeah, that crazy Mad Max. Genius. They had us all convinced. Remember, she was on backstage. Yeah, and, and she I want to say this is a career-ending injury. Literally, I don't think I'm gonna be okay. Cried that one show. She I almost cried say, on that one show. I just want to put this out there. You're not gonna. I can send you the uh, times the my Google search history at the timestamp. Earlier today, because Andy and I talked about this on the pregame, who do you? Because Andy was convinced it was going to be a former NXT Women's Champion. Yeah. And I was thinking back. I'm like, well, who could it be? Like, it can't be Charlotte. It can't be Becky. You know, it can't be any of these people. Yeah. And I'm thinking back, and I'm like, and earlier this afternoon, I'm like, what about Ember Moon? Is she? Is she? Is she like rehab yet? Mm-hmm. And I was going to send it in the chat. What if Ember Moon shows up? And I'm like, nah. I looked it up. I can send you guys the timestamps if you really want to, to hold me to it. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I wonder what happened to Ember Moon. It's like, like a month ago on backstage, she's crying. She's like, oh, I was in the heat of the moment. I just found out the day before that I might have to get a second surgery. I'm fighting off getting a second surgery. I'm like, ah, oh, no, it's not going to be Ember Moon. She yeah. fucking played us all. Every, played us all. Played every us all. time I see Ember Moon in a wrestling ring, I'm on the edge of my seat because I cannot wait to shout when she jumps off the top rope. Mm-hmm. And it's a stunner! Stunner! <laughs> That's yeah, so I know that I know that the boys on the SRAP are gonna say that she still smells like cat. Piss, but by God. Oh, I, I forgot about that. that dude. I wanted to write that in the chat when she came out. I was like, oh shit, cat pee! Cat pee is in the house! <laughs> what is cat pee in one night? She, she's got that new haircut. Yeah. She was far, but I mean to be fair, she couldn't have really done much on the main roster because of injury. Yeah. But she was far better of much more of a character, like the actual mm. war goddess. Yeah. On NXT. NXT. So, yeah, when Bresky said something big happened and then something bigger happened, I was like, yeah, I can't leave this screen because I know something else is happening. But he wrote it like the back. I was like, he wrote it back to back. Something else got to happen. Who coming else out? I, I like, wanted to say it so bad. I was I, like, somebody I, else coming out. And as soon as I, I saw that biker vignette, I was like, 
oh man, if this bitch reveals herself tonight. I was like, and it's somebody lit. I'm gonna fucking go nuts. The last thing I saw in the tripod chat was, you remember what I talked about? Something big happens. I closed the fucking app. I was like, I can't read anymore. I don't I, want it to be spoiled. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, I, I he prevented didn't. myself from going back in until the end. But yeah, he didn't spoil anything. He goes, and then he's like, red alert again. Something bigger happens right after something big happens. So that's why I was like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't leaving this screen. Once this screen turns on, I ain't fucking leaving it. You Bro, know what I, I thought was, was going to happen? I thought the uh, the evolution angle we all talked about played out. I thought that's right, what it meant. I was like, see, oh, I shit. didn't think I didn't think takeover was over, and I was like, man, that's kind of early. If, yeah, because I said it early. like eight, whatever, like eight thirty, and I was like, I was like, there's no, no way. I was like, there's no way that's going to be happening. This early. I was like, no way takeover's over with by now. So it's got to happen. So as soon as the women match was on, I was like, I wonder if some shit's happening after this match, right before the main event. And I was then I was like, oh yeah, Booty Storm and Ember Moon. Well, shit, guys, we thought the NXT Women's Division was stacked before. No, no, oh you, my, fuck you! Yeah. Look at this, look at this Women's Division. Fuck yourselves, AEW. What do yeah. you have? Fuck AEW. Fuck Raw and SmackDown. Um, excuse me, but uh, Hikaru Shida. Nah, and, son. Nah, uh, you shut that shit up. You don't know about no booty storm. That match. You'll see listen, the hey. psychology that they use. Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. I understand you guys have Penelope Ford, which is phenomenal. Yeah. But nothing like, nothing, there's nothing like booty storm. There ain't nothing like booty storm. Ain't nothing like Excuse goddamn. me. We have Chris Statlander, and she is the future of the women. <laughs> yeah, well, that bitch is broke right now, and we can't see her wrestle. So shut the fuck up. We got some booty I storm. I can't do that argument yeah. anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't think you understand. Fucking AEW marks, man. I don't think you boys understand the pain I was in when Booty Storm showed up, and I'm like, "Oh, I gotta say something." And I was like trying to figure out a way to say it without like spoiling Baby. it. Yeah. I was you know what he? Something. You know what he did instead, Caesar? He kicked his roommate out, and he just beat off right there. Just beat off right then and there. My roommate's not a wrestling fan, and I was like. I was like, I go, I yelled, oh fuck, and then Ember came out like, oh fuck, and then everybody goes, what the fuck are you talking about? You shut your bitch ass up, do your homework, Mark. Fucking watch the booty storm over here. I'm like, go back to your oceanography. Well, guys, uh, we, we, I was wait, but I I was really I was about to get really mad at Cynic because he started talking about some shit in the APW yeah. chat. Yeah, I noticed I that, and, and I didn't know where he was going with it, and I'm like, you better not. He, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't, but I'm like, Cesar and Mangria are, might open this chat. This is important. This isn't, this isn't, you know, I, any return. I guess this I gotta thank debut. you. I this gotta thank Storm. you. I gotta thank yeah. you, Brett, because as soon as you said, you remember what I said, something happened, and I closed it. When you said that, I put my phone away. I was like, fuck this. I need to finish this before I go back in. <laughs> but, you, know, you never know what Cynic's going to say. So I was like ignoring it. And then I thought about opening it. And I was like, man, Cynic's probably just going to say some weird shit being Cynic. So this yeah. isn't important. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing about Cynic is he uh, keeps kayfabe alive in APPW. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that he does. Oh, man. Dio, also, shout out to Cynic because you're probably listening to this right now. You guys have probably have missed this while we were talking, but Cynic. Um, is a new going to become a, the, the 23rd, I guess, listener to uh, the tripod sessions. Uh, he's finally going to start listening to these. So, hello there, Cynic. We appreciate your listenership. Thank he you, probably, Cynic. He, he probably shouldn't because I talk shit about him on here. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that's not Julius Caesar. That's APBW's Julius. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that guy. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. Keep it kayfabe, Caesar. Keep it kayfabe. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Well, up next, none of us has said it yet, so I guarantee this has got to be all of our beer cheese. No, uh, my beer cheese always goes to Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa. Yeah, oh, always. that's true. That's true, well, of yeah. course. That's permanent beer cheese. In the Beer Cheese Hall of Fame, number one, Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa. Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. The mark is back. Um, excuse oh. me, Bretsky. Um, it can't be beer cheese. You're not Jesus. over 21. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, hey, Mangria. Fucking a advertisement for APPW. Oh yeah, that advertisement was great. <laughs> we you in, in the, in the we use technology. I was like, oh, this motherfucker's doing all <laughs> No, but that when you got to the Wendy's part, bro. And now I think APPW. Oh, when I see that commercial for Wendy's, I immediately think of this chat. Yeah, that's all I think about <laughs> that fucking sandwich sliding around in a pretzel bun. I'm like, this shit is gold. And then as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh fuck yes, and Mangria is on the trend. Mangria is on it. Yeah, the, <laughs> the fact that the fact that I seem how to keep having more merch. If we actually had a shot, man, damn, have we gotta get that. I, man, I wish I would have got that Apple fucking laptop. We could have had a Spreadshirt shop. That would it just walked out with the book of fuck shit. I was like, I'm done. I don't even want to watch this match. This, this oh, is great. I loved it. I was like, that I shirt was it. great. Shout out to Sticks, by the way. That was a surprise. I wanted to spring on you guys. He stood the, the whole, whole thing, the whole show. <laughs> fucking no, we're getting off track. But fucking Randy Orton burning down. The house. <laughs> 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 You're like Randy Orton. What does he do? This shit ended in murder. <laughs> Hey man, it was a way to write him off, dude. I oh. You're like, is that a bone? A crutch? Oh, and do the invincible wall with a fucking bone? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! When I saw sticks, when I saw sticks, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fucking good. Yeah. And sticks shitting on the fucking last man standing the entire time. He shit all over that like, match. Who would you, who would you rather? Who would you rather awesome. face? Who would you rather face, uh, Cynic or PWK? Well, actually, uh, I'd rather face one of these mannequins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ref's a zombie, but he's even saying, come on, guys, I gotta die. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh, my God. Yo, that shit was cute. I, I am not, I'm sorry. This is probably the first APPW where I've been sports entertained as well as entertained, but I was barely <laughs> sports entertained while watching. I was like, yo. I was like, is McGree just letting him just shit on every, like, this whole match? Like, he's going <laughs> to literally just shit this whole match. Well, oh, gentlemen. I, yeah, no, I agree. I um, I always enjoy the, like, Decent Mania. I was sports entertained. Every All the shows I'm sports entertained. This one might take the cake. This, this is yeah. fun. I think this has been the, that was the best, that was the best, yeah, Dynamite pay-per-view. That one right there. There's been a few contenders where, like, everything was good, but this shit had funny. It had ignorance. Fucking a murder. Oh, oh my god! Some of, the matches, some of the matches were actually actual yeah, matches. The matches were good. Were like good. a tag match. That was good. That was hey, a good tag. Hey Caesar, you know Bretsky's only happy because he's two time decent champion now. Two time. Two time. Oh my god! That's it. That's why you. That's why, I don't even know how Jake won that fucking shit in the first place. Jake can't hold on to shit. <laughs> Jake was Jake was looking. To, he lost it in his pop collection. Yeah, see, we, we know we know Jake can't hold on to shit because Bretty kept escaping the dungeon. 
So we know this fuck boy can't hold on to shit. Oh, God. Two time, two time, maybe. Oh, My favorite part of the pay per view is the setting up of the cynic versus sticks Adam in the future. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, when I saw the disclaimer, I, um, I forgot that that was gonna that was happening. I thought it was like for my match, and it was like I was like, "Oh wow, this is really cool." They're gonna they're putting like a like a blood disclaimer for my match. That's pretty fucking awesome. And then I hear this match was edited out, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, my match is edited out." And then, <laughs> and then I see them two come up. I'm like, "Oh yeah, last man standings are not fun." I want it to be known. I voted for the other option. I voted for loser goes to tag division. I want that to be known that I did no. Not I voted. I voted last man standing because nobody wants to watch that shit either. Well, no disrespect, Peter Wayne Kent, but you are now banished to tag division. <laughs> <laughs> what weird, you know what? I will give it to him because that's the weirdest stipulation I have ever heard of in my life. Like, you can't be a singles wrestler anymore. You're banned to tag that was, division. Yeah, that's out of the box. That was fuck. I saw that. I was like, that's fucking. That's that's like that's new. That was that's all new. Peter Wayne Kent. By the way, he came up with that. Oh, I, I so wanted uh, the million calorie Mitch to hit me with the guitar just to see if it made a funny sound. <laughs> For a hardcore funny. match, that was the least hardcore match hardcore I've ever, match seen, in I've ever seen in my life. Bro, I, 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 thought... like sticks, sticks, I, know, I like how you even said it. You're like, Cesar hasn't used one goddamn weapon all night. And he, <laughs> sticks, he doesn't need to against this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the same thing about the guitar. I'm like, I wonder if he can play it. Yeah, like, does it make a sound when you hit people with it? Like, I think the guitar makes a sound, but, like, does the guitar, like, sound like you're banging your head on a piano or something? All I did was bring it into the ring, and then Cesar punched me, and that was the end of the hardcore portion of the hardcore match. Bro, I loved it because, in my head, like, if I was watching an actual wrestling match, I'd be like, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. He he doesn't need weapons, but in my mind, I'm just like, oh, I know Mangria really wanted a fucking, like, 30-minute weapons brawl. <laughs> yeah, just like mad shit outside of the ring just hitting each other with. Oh, shit, been great. What you guys don't know is I added uh, Cynic's boombox with a stick, and I thought for sure Cesar was going to get that out and beat the fuck out of me, <laughs> but it never <laughs> happened. You got to save it. You got to save it for another Cynic match. Do you... If you don't want to, if you don't want to reveal it on air, that's fine. But like, I, I, I'm wondering, like, do you change? Do you fuck around with like the momentum settings? No, but I can talk to you guys off air about what actually yeah. happened. So that was gonna say because, like, for my match, I'm like, wow, this makes sense. Like, if it were real life, I would probably can be coming out of the gate right away, Jake. I ran at the fucker. I'm like, damn, like. <laughs> Yeah, Damn. you were you're you were pissed, man. I didn't alter any of that. I was like, you bum rush head, Jake like, and beat the shit out of him. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, Damn, did J- did Mangria make Jake like a 50 overall for this match? Drops his stats. Oh my god, that was man, that was so much fun to call with sticks, and I hope that in the future, oh, something completely uh, different is coming for episode 20 of Dynamite. But I digress. <laughs> Gentlemen, let's get back into the main event. Yeah, let's get back. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't be us if we didn't go on a tangent for like 20 minutes about something <laughs> random. And make go watch JPBW, by the way. Go watch JPBW yeah, right now. We'll, we'll plug it at the end again, but go watch it. The NXT champion, the Prince, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Very, very technical beginning. Kyle getting the better of Finn early. Finn starts attacking Kyle's left arm, he uh, gets him in a disarm her like hold, and with a mm-hmm. tall glass 
of disrespect. Back. Disrespect. He plays his arm like a guitar. I fucking <laughs> oh man, I popped oh. for that. I, that's that's one of like the first notes I wrote down. I was like, this motherfucker playing his arm. <laughs> Impressive striking by Kyle. Uh, the triple double underhook suplexes by Kyle. That was pretty sweet. And then a roundhouse kick to the stomach from Finn hurts Kyle. Like he sold that pretty good. Uh, uh, nice... I thought he really hurt for like a while. I thought so too. I thought so too. There is mentioning the liver. A nice yeah. regal plex by, mm-hmm. by Kyle to Finn, which is like a sort of like a exploder pin. That that was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Uh, bloody mouth Kyle then tries to work on Finn's leg. Finn turns leg lock from Kyle into sharpshooter. Kyle O'Reilly kicks out of the 1916. Kyle hit dragon screw to Finn while Finn was crotched on the top rope twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't that a low blow, ref? Uh, Kyle locked in a leg lock for a long time. Finn did not tap, but of course, gentlemen. Finn Balor, the prince, wins with a coup de gras. Finn, mm-hmm. bloody mouth as well. Uh, we'll stick to the match for now, but Cesar, what are your thoughts on the main... Oh, nine and the beer cheese. For you? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, Cesar, what do um, you think of the main event? Uh, the main event, yeah. Um, very, 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 very good match. I mean, come on. I mean, these two guys put on some shit like I don't know. It felt, to me, it felt like a little extra special Thatcher's Thatch can out there. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was this. I guess this was the technical match because everything else was like, nah, we're going for fuckery. We're going for violence. <laughs> um, this was very, very good. I mean, can, can can we figure out what is the 1916? Is it a DDT or is it a reverse DDT or is it both? Well, Wade Barrett mentioned that it affected Kyle Riley's midsection. So I think it's like. I think it's a, a reverse suplex. I think it's like a reverse Falcon Arrow kind of suplex. I thought right, it was an he, elevated reverse DDT. See, it, but he, he used to do it as just an elevated DDT. Yeah. And now he does it like a reverse, yeah, like a kind of reverse DDT. What did he, so, how did he like, do it to uh, Adam Cole to win the NXT title? Was it like an elevated did, DDT from the top rope? Yeah, like he puts that, he pins that arm, he pins your arm back behind your back. Uh, so you can't like break your fall that way, and then he he did like a top rope DDT. I think that's how version, I think there's two versions of it. Right, but I'm, all right. So well, I guess when if he you're gets them, doing... when he gets them in the reverse uh, part, they actually make it a point to mention it's a reverse. It's a reverse uh, 1916, right? right. So, yeah, but I don't, I don't know if he. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if they said that. I think they just said 1916. Oh, so okay. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. But no, no, this match was great. I mean. Yeah, they talk. Finn had the bloody mouth at the end. They're talking about maybe like he busted up his jaw. I think he bit his tongue or his lip real bad. And I think he did it um, um, when he like uh, when he got kicked, I believe, and then he flipped or when he got suplexed back reverse like German or something, and then he flipped it into the the double stomp on Kyle's chest. I think that's when he like bit his tongue or yeah. something. He got the bloody mouth. Um, but no, you know, Kyle O'Reilly showed his ass tonight. That motherfucker needs to be main eventing some shit. Uh, these guys tore the house down. This was definitely main event worthy. Uh, deserved to be in the last spot. I guess they're going with this shit. Where, you know, I guess we'll get to later what happened at the end. Um, either man could have won here, and I would not have been mad after a match like that. Um, but I also 
also gave it nine in the beer cheese. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you get a match like much more better. Uh, this match was phenomenal, and uh, yeah, nine in the beer cheese for me. Well, I have a question for you, Bratsky. Do you think we would get a nine in the beer cheese match out of uh, Bobby Fish versus Finn Balor? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, really? I love Bobby Fish. I think Bobby yeah. Bobby Fish is, and I actually have a quote from him later on, like for the, for the after after stuff that happened after. Bobby Fish is underratedly funny. Um, so Super I think funny. That, his his Edge and Christian podcast episode was probably the oh, funniest out of Undisputed oh, Era. Oh, it was so good. I think, I think I laughed for like two hours. I love. Yeah, I go back and listen to those sometimes. Oh, that's that's always one of them that I go back and listen to. Bobby Fish. Great rest, obviously, because him and Kyle O'Reilly have had some of the best, probably the best tag matches ever in the history of NXT. But uh, I think we absolutely could have gotten this this caliber of a match. It would have been different than this one, but it absolutely could have been nine of the beer cheese. I also went nine of the beer cheese. Oh, wow. Mm. So across the board, um, in terms of, I'm just going to, uh, I'll go a little bit out of order, but in terms of the bleedings, I don't know if, if you guys watched um, the Untold on the network of the Edge versus Cena TLC match. Mm-mm. I haven't watched it yet. No, I don't. Uh, I haven't watched it either. Um, it was really good. I definitely recommend watching it. But Edge mentioned something. Um, I don't remember for what match it was, but he was talking about how he was bleeding in the mouth at one point, and he, <clears throat> he, and he wanted to make it look good. Like it was an accident. He wanted to make it look good, so he like I don't remember exactly what he said. It was like how he like he bubbled up the spit. And, like, he kept a lot of saliva in his mouth. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. To get the blood out, and like he like, kind of rubbed it over his lips and his teeth and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's something I notice now. Whenever guys do that, like you kind of wonder, like, is this actually is it, is it severe bleeding or is it just is it like a little bit of blood? Um, and that and they're kind of enhancing it. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed, Kyle O'Reilly's cheek looked like it got ripped open a little bit as well. Um, or I, it was either that or it was a blood stain. Either way, it looked really cool. Yeah, I but, I think it might have been a sp- a splatter from him, a like splatter. probably, yeah. probably. S- reacting to a punch. He probably like spit or something. Um, but yeah, so I made a point of I made a point of mentioning, and Cesar brought up as well. I made a point of mentioning the way the other matches went in terms of how they all wanted to be vicious and out for revenge and brutal. And then it got to this, and it was refreshingly technical, and I loved it. Like the beginning of them feeling it, and again, I always think back as I think of uh, I watched um. The stone, the stone cold, uh, the the stone cold sessions. Oh, the broken skull sessions. Yeah, with, uh, Kurt Angle and there's. Oh, I still gotta watch that one. I heard it's really good. I gotta watch that one. Yes, and there was all it was it was in that and also in the untold of Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Um, I watched recently how Kurt was saying, like, yeah, we're two great wrestlers. We could easily go and you know start start hot, but we've never met each other in the ring for that WrestleMania match before. So we yeah. ought, we had you got to have that feeling out process. And mm-hmm. I love how they had the feeling out process of Finn goes on top of of Kyle, Kyle goes on top of Finn. You know, they're you know mm-hmm. that whole sequence. That was really great, really great story. Um, it fit in perfectly with the card. It was a great way to end the nice uh, the end end the night. Uh, O'Reilly had the two continuous double underhook suplexes into the double underhook DDT. Uh, O'Reilly sold the fuck out of the kick to the gut. I also did not know if he was legitimately hurt or not because a liver kick will debilitate you. Um, yeah, I thought it was a stinger at least. Like, yeah. you know, it just got him off guard. Well, if me or Cesar got hit in the liver, it'd be over for us. 
<laughs> no, no, man. You guys, liver. Have, you guys have strong yeah, my liver. I might hurt your foot and kick my <laughs> liver. It's just ironclad. <laughs> we rely on it so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, Wade Barrett continuing continuing to prove that he's great on commentary with all the boxing uh, all the boxing analogies. Really, really good. And Wade, it's, it's probably a combination of the deep British accent and the knowledge mm-hmm. he brings. He sounds really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sounds really smart. So you're saying he's not smart? No, no, Just no, no. <laughs> no, he is smart. But like, if Vic Joseph were saying that, I would take him less seriously than if Wade Barrett said it because of the way that Wade Barrett's voice is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I got you. Like Wade Barrett, same way with Nigel McGuinness. Like, I just take British people more seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, O'Reilly with the beautiful regalplex, pretty much out of nowhere. Uh, Finn really proved that he can be vicious when he wants to. Uh, the drop kick to Finn's knees to avoid the drop kick into the turnbuckle. Uh, commentary was really bending over Kyle O'Reilly the entire night saying how resilient he is and how, how dedicated he is to the craft. Um, yeah. At one point, Balor hit the Pele kick, and then O'Reilly did the wacky Dean Ambrose bounce-back clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. O'Reilly, throughout the entire night until the end, kept on avoiding the signature moves from Balor. Um, yeah. and he kicked out of the 1916. The Dragons threw to Balor on the top rope twice. I thought I actually um, I kind of thought that Kyle O'Reilly might win when he had that heel hook and the knee bar. Yeah, um, yeah. That was on for a long, long fucking long time. time. And that was after he was dragging. Cameron Grimes tapped out to that, bro. Well, because well, fine Cameron Grimes is a bro. smart man, and he knows bro. that if he wants to go to the moon, bro. he needs to have his legs. Bro. By the way, you know what popped me throughout the night? On a side note. We didn't get any camera grimes in the ring, but we got him in the video package for Kushida about three times. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh my God. So camera grimes, oh whether you God. like it or not, Caesar, was oh on your TV. Jesus going God. over. I told you I skipped the commercials and I went straight to the manager. So I didn't get any camera grimes tonight, but now that you <laughs> mentioned it, I'm going to fucking go back and watch the dumbass. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I said I knew this would be good, but it's fucking phenomenal. Brett, uh, it, Brett, what? go go ahead and mention what happens afterwards as well. Okay, you want me to? All right. Yeah. Yeah, go. Ahead. Uh, yeah. So Balor wins with the coup de gras, um, and he barely got up there with his with the the way that his legs have been treated. So yeah, like I said, nine pretzels and the beer in the beer cheese. And here's my comment. Huh? Huh? Rage Holland, Adam Cole? Huh? Um, basically. The Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly shook hands. They, they, they were show of respect. Uh, Kyle. Wait a uh, minute. Finn it's helped... it's the respect. The respect <laughs> shown from Finn Balor in the main event of NXTA. Yeah. So Finn helped Kyle on up onto his feet, which I kind of thought was funny because Finn can barely stand himself. They kind of do their thing. Then Undisputed Era is coming out, and Bobby it's Bobby Fish and uh, Roddy Strong. All of a sudden, Ridge Holland carries a lifeless Adam Cole and just dumps him. And this is where my Bobby Fish quote was. Bobby Fish goes, what happened here? Yeah. But no, wait. So Roddy Strong had me because he looked at Finn and said, did you see what happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and Finn's like, no, man, no. No, no, nigga, I just been wrestling this twenty minute banger against this fool. You think I saw what Rich Holland did backstage? They both fucking yeah, <laughs> fucking Roddy. Did you see what happened? And then Bobby was, "What happened here?" Yeah. Where are the you people? Guys, you guys, 
you guys got to think that since they had Ridge Holland in the main event of this takeover, talk about monster fucking push. Ridge Holland yeah. might be the next big bad for the Undisputed Era. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he is British, he could bring over Walter's fat ass maybe too. I don't know. Dun, dun, He's still going to do that. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I like it because if Ridge Holland is the next Brock Lesnar, he needs to start doing Brock Lesnar things. Murdering um, everybody. Murder yeah. everybody. Put yourself over strong. I'm interested to see where they go because he was kind of a baby face because he beat Cameron Grimes. And if you're going in the ring against Cameron Grimes, you're almost always a baby face. So, well, technically, he lost because he just kept beating him and got DQ'd. That's true. That is true. Um, so, I'm interested to see where they go with this. Um, I'm very interested because Rich Holland, from all we've seen, has been really good. Um, he looks great. If he is the next big thing, pun intended, um, then they need to start. They need to start pulling the trigger with him, um, and they seem to be doing it. This is what NXT does well: is taking people that either you don't know, like this Adonis guy from earlier, or Kel Gonzalez, or people mm-hmm. that you barely know, like Ridge Holland, doing shit with them on a takeover where they kind of randomly show up, and then you're like, "What's going on?" And they make it work. So I'm mm-hmm. very excited to see what the future holds for Ridge Holland. Maybe Finn Balor. Kind of well, goes and aligns with well, that. What a weird jump! Did Ridge Holland lose to Johnny Gargano last takeover? No, no last takeover him. was no. He uh, lost someone in NXT. Remember, because he was there was like the the, the whoever tournament? didn't yeah whoever yeah, didn't get pinned got to fight to be in the ladder match. Okay. So remember that's when it, that's when he like dropped or Johnny dropped him on his head. Remember we were like, yo, oh, somebody yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So technically, he's he's still doesn't have a win because he lost the triple threat. He lost to Johnny. And no, he, he does beat have the win. shit out no, of Cameron no. Grimes. Yeah, yeah you're. <laughs> well, no, no, he he squashed somebody, then beat the shit out of Cameron Grimes and lost. So I think he's like one in three or look something. At, look so. at Cesar over here, Bretsky, with the fucking win loss record. He's gonna go with yeah, the rankings. Yeah, AEW that shit. AEW. Hey, Bretsky, I noticed when you were talking about this match, you said that. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly was avoiding a lot of Finn's signatures and countering. You know what? Yeah. The only move we didn't see this entire match was what? when uh, Finn Balor does that uh, drop kick to somebody and they hit the corner, setting yeah. him up for the coup de gras. Yeah. That's yeah, the counter, one move we didn't it. see. He countered that first one. Fucking Kyle O'Reilly, dude. Yeah, he, it was he, killing he was it. badass. He was killing it. And I liked how, because that's always been the problem with WWE in the past, like when TNA was actual competition. Sorry, Andy. Um, but <laughs> they... <laughs> By the way, quick shout out to TNA for doing the same exact Heath Slater Rhino storyline as they did in WWE. Yeah, but, I um, noticed that. Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, um, what's it called? They, The problem when they didn't use TNA archives and stuff like that is that someone would come over who people would kind of know had a history and or like an ROH, like when they wouldn't use those video packages, uh, they would have a history, but they would never be able to mention it. And now they're able to bring shit in like Kyle O'Reilly. You don't know it, but actually has had a long singles career and they actually bring that shit up. That shit really up, helped yeah. this match. You know, I'm wondering, yeah. uh, I know it's uh, what Andy sticks and one other person who watches impact, keeping them afloat. Zanka. 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 Okay. I wonder if those three viewers could tell us if they are actually doing 
the Rhino and Heath Slater storyline where yeah, they're good buddies. Was the promo. From, what I'm, from what I'm seeing, all it is is Heath Slater doesn't have a contract and him and, and Rhino are teaming up and he might get a contract. That's all I see. Uh, Dude, that's literally the same shit. Literally. Except, except, except he's just Heath um, and Rhino is R-H-I-N-O. Nice. Oh, boy. Well, speaking of contracts, Matt Cardona, his AEW contract expired, guys. What a huge thought, blow to the AEW roster. Oh, I man, did. that's going to be a big signing for fucking PWG. <laughs> Not I, even I, that. I, I, thought he, I thought he didn't have a contract. It was like a short-term contract. It was news uh, over the week. I forgot to mention that. Well, they, 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 99 news, 99 news. We just, from anonymous source, from anonymous source, Fangria Mule, we have news. That Fangria Mule. Fangria that, Mule. That, that, that Matt Cardona's AW contract, contract expired. This is big news. Um, big loss for AW roster. Back to you, Jim, with the sports news. Also, Trump has COVID. No. <laughs> my, that might have been my favorite way. Uh, I'm like, obviously, we're not going to talk about politics on here, but one of my favorite um, uh, news sources that broke it out was Ryan Satin, I believe, tweeted out fucking WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump test positive for COVID. For COVID. Because he's a wrestling news source, so he told you yeah. about wrestling. I need to I, give a I need to give a plug here to WWE Creative Humor, because yeah. the night that that was announced, they put out a tweet that popped me big time. They said Trump getting COVID is the laziest booking ever. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, well, that is my favorite like laziest, account, dude. Wasn't it like the laziest book? It's like it's the laziest booking ever, even for 2020 or something. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. <laughs> even for 2020, it's the laziest booking ever. Jesus Christ. Well, fellas, this is probably the very first NXT takeover where we were all on the same page. I mean, we yeah, added seven bit, pretzels yeah. and we all had the same beer cheeses. Sadly, though. Our prop bets did not come to fruition. The God of Goats did not appear. And Timothy Thatcher does not have a new denture in Kushida. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Super disappointed. 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 But they really, they really disrespected him. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Bretsky Tyson has just entered the chat. Yeah, no, it's it's Bresky Thatcher because he has a teeth. Bresky Thatcher. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the disrespect over here. But as alluded to, I'll see you guys next week. As alluded to at the top of the show, this uh, was the third pay per view that I won predictions. I got to pat myself on the back. Uh, that was random as fuck because I just picked opposite uh, of you guys on the Kushida Velveteen Dream. And usually um, you get mad about that because you pick opposite of us. Yeah, <laughs> and we we all were simpatico on da- Damian Priest and and uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah. Uh, did Sant- you say simpatico? Yes, he did. That's Big nice. words. That means nice. Big words. Big uh, words. Bretsky and myself picked uh, Santos to retain. He did. I'm pretty sure Bretsky, Escobar. Bretsky mm-hmm. got a half chub during that. Um, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's wearing a sombrero. This is great. Also, EO retains, which Bretsky and myself also picked. But thanks to Cesar's fucking bitch ass, we're not doing this anymore. So let's get our plugs out. Still complaining. You still complaining? At the end of this episode, gentlemen, 
Let us plug away Cesar. I'll wait up. We got it's not a regular. Should we do plugs? It's not a regular episode. Yeah, well, yeah, we're doing plugs. Okay, Cesar, what do you got? I don't know. He definitely, we definitely bailed on the intro. We got no intro. So, Dude, the outro. I have so much brain damage from alcohol. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Man, I, I miss, I was waiting for, uh, I know we didn't mention it, but my favorite of all time, Angry and Drunk, is just when he kept on fucking up the predictions. And he was oh, like, yeah, that was a good episode. That he, was a real. He, he would just fucking. <laughs> we fucking move on. Like, no, you got to do the prediction. Oh fuck! Oh prediction. fuck! Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about that. Oh fuck! Yeah, he, he my like, fucking like, neighbor like, at that like, party. He'd like skip over like a match. Like, no, you got to go back. Like, oh man. Yeah. I had like, to- if you hear if you hear any noise, it's my loud ass neighbor still having a party. I just came from that shit. <laughs> I downed a whole bag of Snyder's that night, gentlemen. Yeah, of course you did. Go for it, Cesar. What you got to plug? All for, I got for to Peter plug. Wayne Kent to plug uh, to hear. <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. He's banned the tag team matches. <laughs> hey, hey, he's still he's still our number one pretzel. He's still the number one pretzel, but he's, he's got the a, saltiest pretzel of all. Of all, but I, he's probably got to share that shit now. He'll put that in the stipulation that he's got to share that with somebody <laughs> else because he's a team man now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, so you know me, same old, same old, Julius underscore Caesar, just dropping memes and dumb shit and funny story shit. Uh, I will also plug that if you do have to swallow chow cheese of Damien Priest, uh, best do it in a hot tub because they're champagne, hot tub juice, and chow cheese, so it doesn't really taste like cut juice. You know, it tastes a little spicy, and you can get drunk. There That's you go. Do. You couldn't have just said that in the See, fucking beginning. We could have avoided all of this, He's man. a showman. No, He's a showman. First of all, First of all, I like to make you mad on these shows. You it gives me joy. You knew I was drinking, didn't you? Yeah, I did, of course. And I want, and I was going to do that at the end. Actually, I was going to do it in the Damien Priest voice, but uh, I couldn't oh, think yeah. of a funny way. You were to working on your Damien impression. We got yeah, hey, like, to get him to say like, something. I was going to be like, ha ha, Cesar likes the child cheese in the hot <laughs> And he's going to drink it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, dude. God, how did you get that so good so fucking quick? <laughs> Look, I literally watched that swerve interview like four times <laughs> during lunch break today, and then like I'm like, man, I can't practice it out loud because there's people in here having lunch. <laughs> I got to like, like just mentally think about that shit. Like the, the it's kind of like an evil cartoon. Uh, like laugh in my head, so I gotta like think that way to dude, go into. Dude, the- you sound like the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> That's what he sounds like when he's I, talking backstage. I just imagine some dude at Cesar's work uh, just fucking walks into the bathroom. They hear they see Cesar on the stall, just going, well, "Damien Breeze, no, 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 dude, <laughs> That's not it. Yeah, Damien, yeah, it's not it. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> this dick is gonna live forever. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> No, Dick's gonna live forever. I should have thought of that. That's good. Bretzky. Um, first off, I will plug APPW because uh, we we mentioned it. Uh, we just the, the Mangria just did a phenomenal job uh, putting on social media mayhem uh, with brand new sponsor social media and also brand new sponsor Wendy's uh, beer cheeseburger. <laughs> you know. It. You know it. I also would quickly like to point out that something we forgot to talk about with the PWK Cynic uh, match for commentary was both of you saying, well, I think it was Mangria going, Cynic is a, is a backyard wrestler, 
uh, and and PWK is crazy for out a chainsaw, but they're just having a slow motion wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> sticks talking about fucking going back to the old folks home playing chess with them or something like Bruh. that. Bruh. Uh, and if you want to hear good. that commentary uh, word for word and in the moment, you can go and listen and watch Social Media Mayhem on Mangria Fuel's YouTube page, where you can also find all of APPW's content like Dynamite uh, and the OG, the OG, which I still I always have the tab open on my laptop. It's always gonna it's gonna forever be open. The OG Decent Mania. Uh, you can go back and watch as early as then. Uh, the last time that Cynic was in a uh, quality match, <laughs> um, yeah, that he that he lost, but he actually he actually on a win streak. So I guess HWO got to step up and take that shit from him with his bitch ass. <laughs> uh, shout out to Cynic for for finally getting on the tripod beer run train. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at the Great Bretsky ninety nine. Ninety nine. Um, if you want to follow my podcast, because I got a podcast, because of course I do. Um, it's called the Faux Pod. Uh, if you want to find it on Spotify, ha ha, get it, get it, get yeah. it. You don't say that anymore. Yeah, yeah, I do. You never said it on. You didn't say it on here the other day either. You kind of just um, like it's called the faux pod. Ha ha, get it. Um, nice. There yeah, we go. original content on the on the, on the after on the fucking tripod. Um, <laughs> He's been on so many podcasts he doesn't remember <laughs> which one this is. Hey, wow, podcast yeah. specialist. Man. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, yes, you can. You find it on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, some other weird random podcast sites. Because apparently they have it also. Breaker on search. What? Breaker. That's a. Are you the motherfucker to listen to it on Breaker? No, that's how I know that it exists. Is because uh, Anchor told me. Every fucking nice. week, I, I check the the fucking data on my episode. And there's one person who listens on Breaker. Jesus, I don't know who it is. I don't even have Breaker. I know Edge and Christian are on Breaker. They well, they were. And it makes me so confused. It would be like like twenty on Spotify, like nine on Apple Podcasts, one Breaker every week. I'm like, I'm like, who has Breaker? The people with dial up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Peter Wayne Kent. <laughs> yeah, it's Peter Wayne Kent because he can't stay in one place at one time, so he doesn't have yeah. Wi-Fi. And so, uh, so it's probably Peter Wayne Kent designs. Who's who's listening to you on Breaker? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, but yes. So you can if you're on Breaker, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, search T H E space F A U X space P O D uh, or the Faux Pod. I only spell it now because of Zenka. Um, nice. You can follow us on Instagram at the Faux for any updates about new episodes, uh, audio, all that shit. Go listen to it. Uh, it's basically me just kind of shooting shit with a friend for uh, about an hour every Wednesday. It drops. Uh, go listen to it. You can listen to Mangria on it. You can listen to Jake, host of the SRAP podcast on it. You can listen to a whole bunch of people on it. Cesar is going to be on it in a couple of weeks. Yep. Well, well, gentlemen, before I let you both go, I want you both to have an opportunity <laughs> to give Christ. a shout out to our brand new listener from Ireland, Cesar. Yes. Dish out the yeah, lucky yeah. charms, player. Hey, uh, I like Jameson. I drink that shit, and uh, potatoes are fun. So thanks for listening, guy. <laughs> it actually <laughs> is a guy. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I I know that Finn Balor made you proud. Yeah, uh, that too. I I I have a friend in my dorm who is of Irish descent, and 
I imagine that he is would be very proud to know that we have an Irish listener. Um, I, I re- honestly, if I were being honest with you, I wish you were here right now. Wow. wow. There you go. Bretsky getting sentimental on us, Cesar. Did oh, you not get my fucking pun? I got I got the joke. <laughs> well, normally you react to it. Normally Cesar was like, oh, fuck this. I'm like, oh, they didn't get my pun. Well, you no, know what, I, I, guys? I crave attention, damn it. I'm going to be a little disrespectful. Here we go. Hey, hey listener from Ireland. Keep listening, dickhead. You're going to get my numbers up, and I appreciate it. But to thank you in your language. <laughs> Disclaimer, Mangria has had much to drink. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love you, Ireland. Hey, I'm part Irish, too, because I'm drunk uh, most of the day. All the hey, time. Get out to your black and tans. You know what I mean? America. Get out to your black and tans. I'm shipping up to Boston. That's 90%, of a, 90% of America during COVID is drunk. That doesn't mean they're all Irish. <laughs> Black Irish. Cesar is one tenth Irish. Yeah, I'm black no, Irish. Like, 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 like that Elizabeth Warren Native American, or it's like one one thousand nine hundredth. Yeah, I'm definitely Morgan Freeman and Shawshank. I'm black Irish. And you guys know how I like my fucking uh, measurement puns when people get close pins. It's fifteen sixteenths. Fifteenths. Oh, yes. that's always good. It's always good. I love a good 15, 16. Speaking of my idiotic uh, measurements, you can catch APPW like Brett, like Cesar. Mm-hmm. They both said, hey, they're both a part of APPW. You can watch Cesar open up a major can of whoop ass on the million calorie man. But did he win? I don't know. You got to watch. No, no. The great no, no. Bretsky 99 faces 99. the pedophile. I mean, the after party Jake. <laughs> The grandmother fucker take on for the decent championship in a hell in a cell match. Mm. Mm. Was it hell? Was it cell? YouTube. (laughs) Mangria Fuels. YouTube. No underscore. Uh, There's a shit ton of content you can find on that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Andy with an I. Yeah, the main event has the Steel Real pregame. Where Bretsky, Andy with an Bretsky, the guy who does more podcasts than I do, is on it yeah. as well. As the MVP from uh, Social Media Mayhem, Sticks Adam. It's Shout also- out, Sticks. What up, HWO? Hey, I am. I'm on more podcasts than Timothy Thatcher has teeth. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> right, that ain't Caesar, hard, though. Do we, that ain't hard. Do we have a brother quarter cameo or no? Hey, that's that's, that's brother quarter to you. That's what you I should, said. You said. That's what I said. I, you I said, You should have said, uh, "You're on podcast more than Roman Reigns' teeth," because since we make fun of his teeth, he's got to have a lot of them. Uh, brother quarter is still banging Jake's mom. Oh, uh, I guess um, it takes a long time he's trying to sneak out of the house without Jake noticing. Yeah, you know it's COVID laws, man. He can't catch a flight. He's got to drive, and you know he doesn't like uh, driving at night because uh, he doesn't wear pants. Um, so if it gets pulled over by cops, the dick's gonna be hanging Wait out. Wait a minute, Caesar. Be- is Brother Quarter banging Jake's mom or throwing a toaster into the uh, fucking bathtub while Jake's in there? <laughs> well, ho- no. hopefully doing a little bit of both. Um, no, and bro. figuring out a way to cancel and figuring out a way to cancel Jake's dad so we can cancel Jake. Whose finally. name oh, can- is Marvin? By cancel the way. Marvin, yo, cancel Marvin. Oh no, cancel Marvin. 
Wait, hold on. His real name is Marvin? Don't you know he's not in the last SRAP? Bro, I'm so excited we said that. It. We're just getting, we're getting the hashtag cancel Marvin going. What, the second uh, I you it. said that, I was like, oh my god, Jake, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I, I saw that too. I'm like, Jake, why? <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't finished the pod yet. I got like a little bit in, and then I've just been busy all week because I'm going on vacation. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash tripod. You can find the hashtag cancel Marvin shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. See, this see, you keep saying how we need a shot, but this is the rest that's the reason why we don't. <laughs> you would you would make that and we would literally buy them. Dude, there <laughs> would be at we, least we wouldn't make 20 any shirts. Money. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't make any money. We would we be would walking around with money. dumb shit on a shirt, laughing about it all day. But it would be so no. Great. You know what? No, this motherfucker right here. I know he's trying to do a Jew can always sense it. Fucking Mangria is the only one making money because he's gonna yeah, buy exactly. it, and we're gonna exactly. buy it. He's not gonna that. send us our. I piece. wouldn't do that to you guys. I would split it three ways fairly. I don't even know how it works. How does fucking Jake make money off this shit? Well, obviously he doesn't when he was complaining that one time. <laughs> he makes like that's a dollar a purchase. That, that's one of my favorite things uh, that Jake's ever said is how I was talking to him about the anchor sponsorships, and he goes, "Well, you know, I'm kind of I'm, uh, I, I stopped doing them." I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "Oh, because I don't like doing I don't like doing ad reads, and I'm too lazy." And I'm thinking, "You don't make you always talk about you don't make money on Spreadshirt." Yeah, it took like a minute, maybe two minutes for me to record that ad read, and I'm done. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So yeah, I'm as lazy as Jake, guys. I could have recorded one a long time ago. And I, I, I currently, I currently have four dollars and sixty-one cents in my. <laughs> oh account. wow! Hey, Caesar, yeah. Bretsky's gonna cover our tab with all them Benjamins. Hey, he can get he can get at least four tacos from Taco Bell. <laughs> I, I, I gotta get every sixty-one one hundredths of a taco. <laughs> yeah. That's... Hey, but no he Mexican pizza because those assholes canceled it. Oh fuck! Is it October? Yeah, it is October. God it's fucking damn. gone. It's some bullshit. Taco Bell's fucking up. Cancel Taco Love Bell. That's what we need to fucking do. Yeah, I'd wear that. Cancel shirt. Marvin in parentheses. Also Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell on the back. Cancel Marvin. No, wait. No. Like, like size twelve font and also Taco yeah. Bell. <laughs> and also Taco Bell. <laughs> Put it at the bottom of the shirt, like in the. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it's been fun. We had. A great time breaking down NXT TakeOver 31. We and... still get to an hour and a half when we have one fucking show to talk about. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can catch the tripod sessions this weekend. Possibly a replacement for Cesar. He's not going to be available. What's Whoa. going on here, Cesar? You got something Whoa. more important than the tripod sessions? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm going on vacation. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't replace me on a tripod. The disrespect for you trying to replace me. Yeah, I named this shit the tripod. You got to call did. it like three motherfuckers or something. Well, hey, yeah. at least <laughs> at least we re- re- reviewed uh, NXT Takeover. So when you do come back, we can just get back into our original groove of NXT yeah. and hey. AE Dub. Right, I Mark? wouldn't mind one week without any fine camera slander on this podcast. Oh, Cesar. No, replace me with steaks, and I'll just tell them what to say. <laughs> so, fuck Cameron Grimes. Fuck Jake. No, Jake. He already hates Jake. He already hates Jake, so that's in. He hates Cynic, so that's in. Yeah, that's the – Cesar's cliff notes is going to be make fun of Cynic, make fun of Jake, yeah. hate on Cameron And Grimes. find the quarter. 
You're gonna see, and find a quarter. You're gonna see Zix looking off like on a piece of paper, like on the side, and just gonna be like him reading off a direct quote in the middle of the podcast. He's like, "Man, this guy is like trying to read his handwriting." But this guy, Cameron, Cameron Grimes, really sucks. Yeah. Hey, hey, he's gonna be on camera, so we'll be able to tell. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, you're gonna be able to see him. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just send him random DMs during the day, so hopefully you guys will be recording, and he'll be like, uh, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I was saying, but Cameron Graham sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be like in the middle of a sentence where he's like, you know what? I'm kind of liking Cameron Grimes also gets sex. Yeah. Man, this Cameron yeah. Grimes guy sucks. He gets a, he, he's so he gets a random ass. message. Oh, and by the way, Cynic's only won two matches in APPW. APPW. <laughs> and then he randomly does a Damian Priest voice. <laughs> Hey, you better DM him to practice. I got it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hook him up. I'll send him a video recording. Hey, just play this from your phone at some point during the podcast. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, shout out to Cynic, by the way, again, for listening. We appreciate every listen. Definitely. Shout out we to do. Cynic. Shout out to the MVP Sticks. MVP. MVP. MVP, son. Shout out to Bretzky. Shout out to Cesar. Shout out to Brother Cora. And shout out to the million calorie Mitch. Oh, the million calorie Mitch gets a shout out from the no, he does not get a shout out, does not get a shout out because he lost. Hey, man, oh, Nickelback, he paid his his dues. All right, he paid his dues. (laughs) He worked his way up the indies, (laughs) (laughs) he worked his way up the indies buying out every single one. Every single one. All right, gentlemen, thank you for your time on this Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your night. We got a long It's Monday week. now. It's Monday now for us, by the way. Yeah, it's 106, bro. It's Monday. We got a long week ahead of us. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, all hail the tripod and the beer runs, I suppose. <laughs>